Ready, boys? Oh. Yep. Welcome. Hmm. <laughs> Are you done? Yes. And go. Three, two, one. And here we go, 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 go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 90. My name is Tom Van Zandt, I'm your host, and with me are my magical and my metal co-hosts. The official lawyer of Not Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Christopher Todd. Well, howdy, Tom. How are you doing tonight? Uh, I've been better, but we'll get into that. (laughs) How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. I've been engaged in high-level construction projects for the last few weeks. I saw that. You got a new deck now. I did. I can't believe you didn't even consult your friend who built a freestanding pool deck. By himself. I, I found out about your deck through Facebook. What is that about? I, I, I'm sorry. I should have. I should have. I had a couple other friends help me out with it. Big shout out to John and Jack and my dad for coming down to help me with I mean, that. I'm, all, I'm always looking for an excuse to hang out and drink beer, Chris Todd. You could have invited I, me over. The next the next construction project, I will, I will remember that. But this was... Uh, Long time coming and an absolute necessity because the uh, the wood had gotten very soft and mm-hmm. and weak and yeah you now wanna, I have a you don't want to fall through a very, no no so now I have a very strong hard wood deck and uh, well did, have you ever, did you, you know when my you, old deck when you put it that way I'm kind of glad I wasn't involved well did you ever see my old one I've never seen your deck no. Now, my old, my old deck had a, it, there was a pool in my house when I bought it, and I got rid of the pool, but the deck was built around it. Mm-hmm. So there's a, so there's a curve to wrap around the swimming pool. So you had a curved I, deck? I had a curved deck, and now I've taken that out, and I have a perfectly straight, firm deck. <laughs> and you know what? I, I thought it looked so good when I was done that I actually trimmed all the hedges around my deck. <laughs> you you so manscaped looks, your deck. And my deck looks much bigger than it used to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sometimes when that when the <clears throat> the greenery is in the way, man, it it uh you can't see the deck through the trees if you know what I mean. You can't see the deck through the trees and so you know me, I'm no math whiz. So when I ordered all the the lumber for it, I ordered too much surprise surprise so instead of returning it i actually used it for another project really i I built a tall wooden box for storage to put on my deck so it's where i'm putting keeping all my bird seeds so now my deck has a nice big box to put my seed in what kind of shit is that But unfortunately, Tom, I, I do have some bad news. Oh no! Now, at the same time I was I was building my deck, I was actually I was actually talking 
to what I thought was a, a, a very nice woman who was interested in it. And, you know, she asked to see a picture of my deck. And when I showed it to her, she stopped talking to me. But you know what? I think the, it wouldn't have worked out because she couldn't spell deck. She put, put an I in it instead of an E. <laughs> she was soliciting you for dick pics and you sent her deck pics instead. Trust me, my deck's more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, shit. You know... Um, hey, don't we have a third co-host? We do, and I should have introduced him already, he, but I, I'm I'm sure that he's glad I didn't because he didn't have to, like, speak up and comment on your deck. But, yes, <sighs> let's get to that. Guess what, biz? <laughs> Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. <laughs> Here comes the money. money. And we have the man who brings the money. Mr. J Money, Senior Bo, Christopher Todd, let me talk to you. What's up, buddy? Not much, you? Oh, you know, uh, I got a lot going on, but I'll I'll get to that. Um, I got nothing hey, going on. Hey, Money, do you want to see a picture of my deck? I saw it on Facebook. I know, and you think Facebook wouldn't like deck pics. <laughs> no one's looking for unsolicited deck pics from you, Chris Todd, and you're a, like a nice deck. And you, and you're a, and you're a lawyer, so you should know that that is a slippery slope sending deck pics without someone asking for them. Hey, when I when I put a protectant on my deck, do you think it should be latex? <laughs> How many layers are you gonna put? Mm. Many... Oh, you know, if you put too many, it ends up ribbed. Oh, oh I hate my when that God. happens. Dick jokes for days, folks. That's what Not Another Nerdy Podcast is all about, apparently. We do it for Not Nation. We do it for everybody. This is what we do. Have you gotten it out of your system, Chris? And scene. All yeah. right. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's quite. That was quite an intro. <laughs> hmm. So what else about my deck? How are you, Tom? Yeah. I'm in the same boat as our friend Mr. Man, Mr. Money. That's some bullshit. Money, you and I can uh, waste the days away playing video games because uh, I am joining you on the unemployment line, my friend. Oh, wow. That's too bad. Yeah. Happened. Uh, well, my wonderful uh, trucking job working for New Pen, a.k.a. Yellow Freight, uh, came to an abrupt end... A little over a week ago, I was uh, I returned from Maybrook, New York, after running out there. And when I got back to the terminal, there was a sign in the window, in the dispatch window, stating that all bids were canceled and everyone was laid off until further notice and you would be called if needed according to seniority. Now, this was put up there by my terminal manager, and I don't know if you... Uh, saw the picture I had posted on Facebook, but he uh, murdered the English language, and um, yeah, and and many people uh, had fun poking fun at that. But uh, really, that's not what my purpose. There was, there, there was definitely no spell check on that. No, no, there wasn't, and the grammar was just horrible as well. So, but that wasn't my point in posting it. Uh, I'm glad everyone had a good fun, you know, good fun with that. But the. Uh, you know, the message is basically that I was told not to come to work for Wednesday, so I didn't. And then I uh, waited and got a call 
Wednesday saying no work, Thursday saying no work, Friday saying they're probably closing the doors permanently over the weekend, and Monday they're filing for bankruptcy. And I was like, what? First of all, I'd like to say that's a bunch of bullshit. So all of that has come to fruition. They have closed the doors. There is now a sign, there is a padlock on our terminal. Uh, uh, the doors are padlocked shut, so no one can get in. And there is a sign in the window in the front entrance saying that as of July 30th, Yellow Corporation has ceased operations, all operations. Please contact your union representative for more information. And that's how we all found out that uh, our company had closed and we no longer had jobs. I'm sorry to hear that, Tom. Yeah, it was a kick in the balls. But, you know, I have a very clean driving record. And I have no doubt I will find something else relatively yeah, quickly. Truckers are in high demand. Yeah. And now there are 22,000 of them out on the street because uh, 22,000 Teamsters lost their jobs. And 30,000 employees in total. The other 8,000 were management and supervisors and whatnot, non-union employees. But yeah, 30,000 people out of jobs, 22,000 Teamsters out of work. <clears throat> and... um yeah, it's, it's a shame because this is a multi-billion dollar trucking freight company and they are uh, national. They're all across the country. They have different names. You know, they go under New Penn, YRC, Holland, Redaway, but it's all under the Yellow Corporation umbrella. And uh, yeah, Yellow basically ran ran us all into the ground and out of business. And they're trying to blame the Teamsters for it, but I can assure you, I, I know I'm biased because I am a Teamster, but I'm telling you that this was not the Teamsters' fault. This was poor management and mismanagement across the board. They were given a $700 million kiss, if you will, from the government back in the beginning of COVID, back in 2020. And they were unable to use that money to right the ship, so to speak. Uh, they basically squandered $700 million of the government's money, which, by the way, is also all of our money because we're the taxpayers and that's where it came from. So you should all be pretty pissed off at Yellow, too, because uh, $700 million of our hard-earned tax money got blown out the window. I, no, I know some of it went towards new equipment because we did get a bunch of new tractors, fancy new Volvos, but not $700 million worth. So they have to pay that back? Well, if they file for bankruptcy, uh, no, I don't think they do. Um. Uh, the odds are, I I don't know a hell of a lot about bankruptcy law, but odds are what will happen is I'm not sure if they'll liquidate the company and all its assets, and then they will pay back debtors or the creditors that they have by, they figure it out somehow, by order of preference, by who has priority. You know, the government generally comes first. Obviously. But, but I did see the two things that I did see about this, Tom, not that we're a, a business podcast. I'll no, and I not. apologize to Not Nation. No. If you want to, like, skip ahead to five or ten minutes and, and miss all this, I, I don't blame you. I know my woes and my job is not what you're here to listen about. But, you know, I just figured, you know, we, we share our personal lives with you, and uh, this is a big, you know, I've been there over eight years. This is a big kicking the balls for me losing this job and uh, through no fault of mine I might add I mean I <clears throat> you know I had no control over it and neither did the teamsters I know yellows pointing fingers and whatnot but 
I, I'll explain what I mean after Chris says what he wanted to say. You said there were two things about this that you you had heard about or noticed. Well, notice that they were that they were what I saw a billion and a half in debt that they couldn't service. That that was the the main reason that they caused their financial woes because they kept buying up smaller companies and they just couldn't couldn't afford to pay the debt. So their attitude is, was, if we can't beat them, buy them. Uh, so they absorbed. Holland and Redaway and New Penn and all of those companies were very profitable companies until Yellow got their claws in them and then they basically ruined them and uh, the long and the short of it is this um, being union we work under a contract and the contracts go for five-year terms so we still had a little less than a year left on our contract. It expires March 31st, 2024. Darren Hawkins, Cock! our CEO of Yellow Corp, decided that he was going to merge New Penn, Holland, and Redaway and YRC into what he referred to as One Yellow. So he wanted to take all those smaller carriers and merge it into one, you know, supercarrier, okay? And we would all be under the yellow name. And that's all fine, well, and good, except for one thing. By implementing this change of operations, it was going to violate certain aspects of our current existing contract, which you cannot do. The Teamsters said, no, <laughs> you're not. We have a contract. It's good until next March. You honor the existing contract, or if you need to implement these changes, you come and sit with us and reopen the contract and we renegotiate. That sounds reasonable, right? Yes, it does. So, sure. So that is what the Teamster said. Now, I also want you to keep in mind, and again, I apologize. I know some of you don't give two shits about this, so I apologize. But it's a big year for the Teamsters in terms of contract negotiation because they have the UPS contract, which is up and it was up at the end of July. They, they were in the process of negotiating that and that one was expiring. They had to take care of that one. They had ABF freight. Their contract was up at the end of June. So guess what? They had to negotiate that one. That was a priority. And then UPS Freight, which is now called T-Force, a company from Canada bought UPS Freight and renamed it T-Force, and T-Force's contract was up. So they had three huge freight contracts expiring within a two-month period, okay? And then here's Yellow and Darren D. Hawkins, that fucking clown CEO of ours, yelling at Sean O'Brien, our union president, because he wanted his shit taken care of right now, even though our contract is good until next March. You've got three other contracts expiring within the next two, you know, the past two months. They had to get done. And this guy couldn't wait his turn. And that was really the biggest problem. And so he waited until the last possible minute. And then he went on Fox Business News on national TV badmouthed the Teamsters, claiming the Teamsters were keeping them from being able to operate the way they needed to operate to survive, and it's the Teamsters' fault, and yada fucking yada. Not explaining the whole situation. There's a lot more to it than that, Darren. But he, he wanted to like make the Teamsters look bad to pressure Sean O'Brien to sit at the table with him ahead of all this other shit he had going on. 
Well, Sean O'Brien said, fuck you. I'm not doing that. So he took care of all those other, those other three contracts got taken care of. They all got very nice, very, especially the UPS contract. I don't know if you heard their drivers are going to be making $49 an hour by the end of this contract that they negotiated. Do they have air conditioning yet? And they have air conditioning and all not, they're not retrofitting the old trucks with air conditioning, but all new trucks going forward will be air conditioned. They will have air conditioning in them. So he negotiated a really good deal for them, and I'm very happy for my Teamster brothers. But uh, unfortunately, job with UPS. Yeah, right. UPS is a young man's game, man. They run like madmen. That is, I'm not. I'm 50 years old. I'm not running like that. Not that hard. Not in that heat. No, 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 no. Although I think I would look cute in the little brown shorts. But I, I digress. So. He got them great contracts. Good for them. I applaud uh, my Teamster brothers. Unfortunately, Yellow O'Brien called their bluff, and they shut the doors on us. You know, it is what it is. It sucks. And if Darren Hawkins had handled it differently and maybe not waited until the 11th hour, that was the other thing. Why would you wait until you're like two months out from closing your doors to fucking want to renegotiate shit. Like, what what the hell are you doing, dude? You're the CEO of a company. You can't see six months a- a- ago that this was heading in this direction and maybe approached it with him back in February before he was deep into negotiations with these other three freight companies. I mean, it just, it almost feels purposeful. I know no company intentionally runs themselves out of business, but you got to question a lot of the shit my company Yellow did. It doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. And it's almost like they wanted to go out of business to break the union and get out from under this contract completely. And I find it curious that it's been over a week and they still have not filed for bankruptcy. And there is a hedge fund in Boston called MPN or something was, like that. Yeah, it was the other thing that I was interested in. And they in. are buying, buying up a up. shit ton of yellow stock. It, it plummeted down to like 66 cents at one point, and I think it went as low as 47 cents. And I wish I knew it was going to go back up because I would have bought some of it at 47 cents. So it got down that low, and this company from Boston bought 12 million fucking shares of it. And then it shot back up to like $5 and some odd cents a share. So they instantly made millions. Now they own like, I want to say 42% of the company as a primary stockholder, 42%. And I'm like, what are they doing? Like, what is the game plan here? Like, because Yellow has not officially filed for bankruptcy as of when we are recording, which is what's today's date? August what? Where, Where are we? Seventh. The seventh. So as of August seventh, they closed their doors a week ago, July thirtieth. As of August seventh, they still have not filed for bankruptcy. Tom, we have breaking news. What's the breaking news, Chris? They actually did file for bankruptcy. When did that happen? Uh this news story is today. They did it today. Okay. All right. Well, they waited an extra week because they were supposed to file last Monday, but well, there you go. Folks, I officially have no job. So on that note, I'm going to open this can of beer right here and toast my Teamster start brothers. Start a GoFundMe? No, I'm going to toast my Teamster brother. I know a few of them listen to the podcast. It was a pleasure working with you boys. We will, uh, brighter days are ahead of us. We will bounce back. We will get other jobs. 
And uh, the real uh, silver lining on this whole thing is I no longer have to work with that stupid motherfucker who pepper sprayed me. I was just going to say. So, Kluki, kiss my ass. And I hope you have a terrible time finding another job, you fucking tool bag. Bye, Felicia. Karma's a bitch, bitch. Eat shit. Maybe he'll be checking your receipt at Walmart. <laughs> well, no, I mean, he's <laughs> he's a driver, and he's got a good driving record, and he's a decent driver. I'll give him that. So I'm sure he'll find another job, but he's just a miserable prick of a human being, and uh, and he's a snake. And I hope to Christ, wherever he winds up, he learns from his past mistakes, and he doesn't repeat them, but he probably will, because that's the type of person he is. Fuck you, Mike. Go fuck yourself. I know you're listening. That's another thing. He he found out I had a podcast, and he, he um, made a big ordeal about it with my shop steward and my manager at New Pen, accusing me of... Uh, Editing the podcast on company time. Go fuck off, all right? You wish you had friends that would be willing to podcast with you, you piece of shit. All right, I'm done. Anyways. I'm done. I'm done. I got it out of my system. Glad I don't have to work with you anymore, you motherfucker. Bye, Felicia. All right. Sorry. <laughs> have you guys ever been pepper sprayed, by the way? No. No. I, I, don't, no. Rec- I don't recommend it. It sucked. It sucked. And you know what sucks worse than being pepper sprayed? When you have to continue to work with the person who pepper sprayed you and got away with it. That's the real fucking kick in the balls. So, At least they didn't tase you. I don't know. I think that might have been better. Really? Yeah, I think so. Long-term effects-wise, I think so. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Do you have to have uh, some kind of ID for a pepper spray? Well, he has an FID. He's got an LTC. He's he's a big oh, okay. he's a big no, any, gun nut. So, but anybody can buy pepper spray. You can yeah. buy it over the counter right at Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah. Or I mean, okay. He shouldn't have had it. He shouldn't have had it on company property. It it's not allowed, and you know that's why he was well terminated at first. But then you know the Teamsters got him his job back. So the one time that you. The one time the union you. failed me. <laughs> the one time the union failed me, they got that douchebag his job back. You mean literally the only time you needed them to do something for you? <laughs> the one time I really needed them to come through for me. Yeah, they failed me. But that's okay. It's only John Murphy, the freight director. It was his fucking decision. So he's on my shit list. Fuck you, John Murphy. Yeah, that's Oh, you it. don't have to work with any of these people anymore. No, no, that's, that's true. Yeah, you're right. On to bigger and better things. Yes, correct. You are right. You know what you should. You know what you should do. And I'm serious, Tom. Why don't you buy your own truck? Oh no, no. That for God's sakes. Unfortunately, that is not a lucrative business option with the cost of fuel and all of the other shit you have to like. You there's so much you have to keep track of your mileage. You have to pay a certain uh, amount of tax for every state you drive through because you're driving on their roads. It's ridiculous. Owner-operators have a lot of behind-the-scenes fees. That's why it it makes me laugh when everyone's like, oh, owner-operators, they make a shit ton of money. Yeah, they do. But by the time they pay for their insurance, the wear and tear on their trucks, because you blow a tire, it's not like a car tire. A truck tire is expensive as fuck. You know, shit like that. Maintenance on the truck, you know, you got to 
pay all those tolls. You got to pay, you know, the fuel surcharges. There's just so much behind the scenes shit that by the time you pay all that other stuff, yeah, you might bring home a decent check, but you're not retiring at 50. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I'm not doing that. I can't even imagine what an oil change costs on one of those things. Yeah, I mean, just everything. There's a lot of shit that you have to, like, pay for. Tolls, especially. Like, to go over the George Washington Bridge with an 18-wheeler, it's like a hundred and something dollars each trip. It's ridiculous. Sounds about right. But you know what you don't have? Billion and a half dollars in debt, some asshole who blames everything on you and then declares bankruptcy and fires your ass? Correct. That's true. There's something to be said for working for yourself. I will say that. There is. And I DJ for myself. Like, that's my own little business, you know? And that that's pretty lucrative. I mean, I... I imagine now that I'm unemployed, I can do more of that. So I never really needed to before, but now, you know, things change. You know what I'm really looking forward to is starting over again at age 50. Oh, that's so exciting for me. Isn't that exciting for you? I know, Jay. I I was just going to say, money, you know how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And you think about it, we only only have about 12 years left. 12 years? What are you talking about? So we retire. No, I'm... You kidding me? I'm not going to retire. I'm, I'm going out at 62. Well, I hope for your sake you can. Well, must be nice. I won't be going no, out. I can. 67 is what I'm shooting for. Really? Yep. 67. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Right. But enough about all this nonsense. and Yeah, but that's the story, folks, in a nutshell. And that's where I'm at. But I'm trying to stay positive. I got my health. I got my kids. I got this podcast. I have things to be happy about. And look at us recording for the third time in as many months. We're on a roll, boys. You've got sure rhythm, you've got, you've got music. Who could ask for anything more? It's true. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess all, I, all I'm really missing is a great big hard deck. If I had that, I'd be really rocking and rolling. I'd be in good you shape. Don't, you don't have a deck on this house? Not a big hard deck, no. no. Oh, My small decks. little one? Do, do you want me? My deck's kind of like soft. The wood's soft, you know. It probably uh-huh. needs to be replaced. I, I need a new deck, to be honest with you. So maybe would a, would a picture of my deck make you feel better, Tom? It might. It might cheer me up. So yeah, I'll solicit a deck pick. Send me a deck pick. That might cheer me up. But yeah, that's it, Not Nation. And again, I apologize for going off on a tangent. And I don't apologize to Kluki though. Fuck you, Kluki. You <laughs> pepper spraying douchebag. You coward. Be a man Still next time. I can't believe you got pepper spray. Be a, be a fucking man next time. Well, it's good to know you're getting past it, Tom. I'm past it. I'm good. All right. So you seen anything good lately? You'd think with all this extra free time I would have, but no, I I, uh, I have not been to the movies recently. Um, Blacklist ended, though. That was kind of uh, crazy. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was such a horrible ending. Yeah, I, I was very, uh, very disappointed, but... You know, that show has kind of gone downhill over the last couple seasons. Ever since Liz died, it's kind of... Yeah. It hasn't been the same. Yeah. They should have done, like, a movie to wrap it up and call mm-hmm. it a day. Not, the last two seasons were... Unnecessary. It, that was... It's up there with that second-to-last season of The Office that was just so god-awful. <laughs> yeah. When, when Andy took over as the manager? Is that the one you're referring to? No, I was thinking, ironically, the Robert California season. Also, James Spader. Oh, I enjoyed certain episodes of James when James Spader was there. I thought that was yeah, funny. but for the most part, it was just yeah, yeah just not the show. It was unnecessary. Yeah, 
Well, I guess we can't be recommended that anymore. Mm, nope. No more Blacklist. It had a good run. Um, okay. And then I finished Secret Invasion, which we will talk about. But Let's talk about Secret Invasion. Yeah, all right. We might as well start there. But before we do... Let's give our man Money an opportunity to pimp some social media. Money, you want to tell all the whiz kids? Oh, oh, my God, whiz kids. What am I thinking? Oh, no. Ah, they must be deleted! <laughs> you want to tell all the knotheads out there where they need to go to find all things not another <laughs> nerdy podcast? Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I mean, X. Or is it is it ten? What what's up with that? By the way, I saw that. Why did Twitter change their name? Elon Musk changed the name to X. Why? I don't know because he wanted to change it. I mean, yeah, because he's Elon Musk and he can do whatever the hell he wants. I know. I thought but... it would make it more streamlined, and I guess it's a rebranding. I don't know. He's so Elon. So is it not considered? Genius, but he's weird as is far. it not considered tweeting anymore? What is it considered now? Xing. I don't know. I, I guess it's still tweeting, but the thing is just call X now. That's bizarre. But like I said, I don't know if it's X or if it's 10. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's X. It is X. Okay. Well, whatever. So, Follow us there at NotPodcast1 everywhere you can. You are so money and you don't even know it. You are so money and you don't even know it. Thank you, money. You got it, Tom. X. That's, that's an odd... I, Odd yeah, choice. It's, it's an odd choice. He's an odd dude. I mean, whatever. I don't, hey, whatever. I mean, it's been Twitter for what, 15 years now? Forever. Yeah, and now all of a sudden you just changed the whole thing. How this ma- is a man who named one of his children, a, give him a parts number. Yeah. Really? Didn't he, sp- He? how much did he spend on Twitter? 40 something billion or something? Something like 48. that. 48. Forty-eight billion. It seems odd to me if you're going to spend forty-something billion dollars on Twitter. Everyone knows it as Twitter, and and you would throw away the name Twitter and rename it X. That why wouldn't you just start your own social media platform for a hell of a lot less than forty-eight billion dollars and call it X? I mean. I isn't think he just has isn't the name isn't the name something oh, you're got, paying for? You're paying for the name along with everything else, right? I mean, the recognition of it—it's an odd fucking choice. It's well, an odd choice. Part of the reason he wanted to buy Twitter was to fix it, and I'm making finger quotes. Mm-hmm. The level of free speech suppression that he saw happening—he wanted to fix all that. Whether he has or not is beyond me. I don't. I don't. Not on Twitter. So. Oh, by the way, his kid's name is X A E A dash twelve. Yeah, I would definitely change my name as soon as I was old enough to do so. Kid is going to need some serious liquor and therapy. Well, he's not because he's going to be inheriting billions of dollars. I'm, I mean, I guess. Well, if, that makes you normal. I'm, well, I mean, if my dad wanted to give me a weird fucking name, as long as I was getting his billions of dollars, I guess I could live with it. But yeah, I don't know. The, the whole thing's strange. I mean, he didn't change the way it looks. It still looks the same. Hmm. Just instead of the the bird, it just has an X. Weird. Yeah. And he's going to fight in a cage match with Mark Zuckerberg. That is very strange. What a time to be alive. That is very weird. It's all weird. It is. Hmm. All right. But these are are weird people. Yeah. But what about Secret Invasion? Yeah, let's let's bring up Secret Invasion. 
It was six episodes. Uh, it felt like 20. And um, go ahead, Chris. What did you think of Secret Invasion on Disney Plus? This is the Nick Fury-fueled Skrull Conspiracy mini-series that finally wrapped up. So tell us what you think. What what what'd you love? What'd you hate? What are your final thoughts on Secret Invasion? I had very high expectations going in, like I do with every Marvel project. And I will say in the end, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. It had it had its moments. I thought it's Sam Jackson. He's always good. You know, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury, can't go wrong. I mean, he's been playing that role. He made that role his with what two sentences in Iron Man in nineteen and two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. That part I liked, but it just it just didn't draw me in as much as I it should have. I mean, you have a you have the planet being invaded by a million. That was the big real that there's a million scrolls on Earth living amongst us that he didn't know about for thirty years, mm-hmm. which should have been a bigger deal than it was. Agreed. And like you said, it felt like 20 episodes. I thought it felt kind of rushed and that they skipped over things. Well, I meant it felt like 20 episodes because it was painful. (laughs) I'm glad it wasn't more than six because I did not enjoy it. Um, I'll give it a C grade at best. And and I'm being generous because the some of the acting was, you know, good. But the writing... And the storyline was just, I don't know, man. I didn't read the the comic version of Secret Invasion, but this felt like a very Reader's Digest version of whatever they did back then. Uh, it really had nothing to do with the comic version of Secret Invasion. Like, in order to be anything like the comic version, you would have had to have the heroes show up. Because it's the... Comic Secret Invasion was all based on superheroes and scrolls posing as superheroes, and yeah, which is one thing they specifically avoided mm-hmm. in the Disney Plus show. Was every time they said to Nick Fury, "Why don't you call in the Avengers?" Nah, nah, we don't, we don't want that the scrolls taking their powers. Yeah, which but, okay has has a certain element of common sense to it. But it seemed like a cop-out explanation. Mm-hmm. I know the show was supposed to be a Nick Fury vehicle. Mm-hmm. But, and then, you know, the great MacGuffin of the, I can't even remember what they called it now, the Harvest. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Yes. Yeah. At the end. In the bitter end, we find out that Nick Fury and all his wonderful Nick Fury-ness, oh, you can't always trust him. You know, he's always got his own agenda that he had scrolls mopping up blood on the battlefield after Thanos, the battle against Thanos, mm-hmm. which is kind of fucking you. Um, let's just start there. <laughs> and that he's put it in a vial. And then the last fight between Gravik and Gaia was kind of cool, but now we have Gaia who is entirely too overpowered. <laughs> I was going to say, she's basically a scroll God. She's not super like in the comics, Super Scroll had the powers of the Fantastic Four. Okay. And I understand the Fantastic Four haven't been technically introduced in the MCU yet, so you couldn't go that route. 
But the Super Scroll only has the powers of the Fantastic Four. He can stretch. He can become rock hard like the thing He or your big deck. He can become uh, on fire like the Human Torch, and he can turn invisible and like throw force shields like Invisible Woman. That's it. Uh, so one thing that I found funny was, and this was one of the kind of the highlights of the show, there, there was no highlight as far as like acting performance or storyline point. There was just these bits and pieces that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And one of them was in the last episode after Fury gives the harvest to, to Gravik and he tests it to make sure it's the right thing. You see all the Avengers and all the heroes that he collected from mm-hmm. flashing by. Yeah. The you names. see Steve Rogers. You see, you see Carol Danvers. You see, and there's one I saw, I saw Colossus and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, where are we bringing the X-Men into this shit? Well, he was in Deadpool. Yeah, but Nick Fury was a part of this universe. Yeah. So I went back and I paused it. And that's what they called Groot was Flora Colossus. Right. So apparently Groot lost some sap in the battle. Yeah. Well, you you saw the they actually used they actually used Groot powers in when they were fighting. I know, but they gave Groot they gave Groot a scientific name. I thought that was funny. Did you notice Ghost was listed in there too? Yep. Yep. When the hell did they collect Ghost's DNA? Ghost was an Ant Man the Wasp, that, and I don't think Fury had anything to do with that. Like we haven't seen Ghost since then, have we? No, 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 we haven't. So I thought that. And was And how do you get curious. DNA from Korg? He's a rock. Oh, was Korg listed too? Yep. It would have been, yeah, fu- and, and he, you know, it would have been funny tur- if Howard the Duck was listed. Because <laughs> no. Howard the Duck was in the Endgame battle. You were absolutely right, but yeah, that was funny. When because yeah, no, she turned like her arm into a rock, like Korg, mm-hmm. and punched him. Right? How the fuck are you getting DNA from a rock? Mm-hmm. Anyways, so it was good. I I like Samuel Jackson's performance. I thought it was interesting finding out that he was married to a scroll. I thought it was interesting. Jesus. How to... many times did we have to watch him kiss her as a scroll? Like, okay, we get it. He loves her in spite of the fact that she's an alien. I mean, come on, man. And what was the whole end scene with them going up together on the ship? So is that is that going to lead into the Marvels or wh- when does this yep, take it's place? A, it's supposed to. Okay, so then it stands to reason that his wife is going to be in the Marvels movie. She's going to be on the ship with him. Cause she went up with him. Yeah, they yeah. haven't been. They weren't in a trailer, but hmm. we've only had. And who's going to come and get their cars? They just left their cars sitting in a field. Yeah, I guess they're going to leave them there until they come back. It's not very responsive. It's not a park and ride. You know, I I don't know. I I wasn't impressed. You know, it was. It seemed like an excuse to kill off two very cool characters that we liked, like Maria Hill and Talos. Yeah, I was a fan of both of those characters, and they both died in this series. I'm like, man, this is some bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. And Gravik, I liked Gravik. I thought he would make a cool villain for the future, and they killed him off too. I'm like, oh man, this is just a lot of missed opportunities. I don't know. Well, as much as we all love the MCU, one thing we can all agree on is that they don't do bad guys very well. No. I hope they don't fuck up Doctor Doom because he's one of my favorite all-time villains. And 
I'm going to be really pissed off if they do a half-assed Doctor Doom and kill him off in the first Fantastic Four movie. I'm going to be really pissed off. Oh, you can't kill off Doctor Doom that quick. Dude, they've killed off how many fucking villains? Yeah, I know. They don't give a fuck. They're like, oh, there's another villain. There's plenty of other villains. We don't need them. Kill them off. I don't give a fuck. We don't need them to come back. He's a lot cooler than Kang. Yes, I agree. But since you asked, I I really liked Secret Invasion. (laughs) I thought it was one of the better Marvel series. I don't remember asking you. I know you didn't. That's why I said that. Yeah, well, I I knew you'd like it. That's why I didn't want to hear from you. Oh, really? How'd you know? Because I know you. Oh, okay. So I want to hear your comment. What'd you like about Why it? Why did you like yeah, it? Yeah, what'd you like about it? I, I just thought it was cool. I don't know. I, I like the whole thing. I I loved the, the Super Scrolls at the end. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. I loved when she got the little mantis antennas and put her hand on him and said, Sleep. Yeah, that was cool. I'll give you that. Yeah, that was awesome. There I don't know. Was. I like the whole show. But, but here's I my... I will admit, though, I'm getting a little sick of Nick Fury. He needs to go away for a few movies. <laughs> well, unfortunately, he's going to be in the next MCU release, The Marvels, so you're stuck with him for a little while longer. Yeah, I know. You're right. Maybe they'll kill him off in it, though. Who knows? But uh, one that's one of, the thing, one of the other things I had a problem with. Okay, fine. You suddenly have all these powers. How do you know how to use them? Just comes naturally. Yeah, give me a break. Come on. All right. I can suspend my disbelief to a certain degree, but look, you suddenly have all these powers and you just magically know how to use all of them and channel them. Come on. Anyways. You'll you'll be saying the same thing uh, during the Marvels when, uh, you know, Ms. Marvel's up in space flying around. How does she know how to fly around? Well, I I think you're assuming that I'm going to watch the Marvels. (laughs) I'm not looking forward to that movie. Why? Because I think it looks like a hot piece of garbage. Oh, come on. Oh, I think it looks good. It looks like an excuse to team those three characters up against a, a villain I don't care about. Like, how is that going to advance the MCU in the stories? One of the things I love about the MCU before Endgame is that all those movies kind of connected and there was a clear path of where they were going. There was an Endgame. And I don't see one in this current MCU and I don't see well, any rhyme or reason to anything that they're doing. And if you're going to make a standalone Marvel's movie, you better make it pretty fucking interesting. And it better be more interesting than every time they use their powers, they swap places in time and space because they all have similar powers. Are you fucking kidding me? That seems like a Disney Plus series, not a big fucking budget Marvel MCU movie. That probably was supposed to be. That plot line blows. This is what I've been saying. There's a problem with the MCU for how many podcasts this has come up at. I find it hard to believe that uh, Secret Invasion was the start of Phase 5. When was the end of Phase 4? Ant-Man? I guess so. I don't even know. It didn't seem like there was ever an end. I think maybe they should stop with the whole phases bullshit and just tell good stories. Give us good movies. Right. If they accumulate into something cool, great. But stop forcing it. Stop assigning phases, okay? Yeah, because I don't even know if Kang's going to be in it anymore, you know? Oh, yeah, he will. You sure? Yeah. All right. Yeah, they, they're they doing the Kang Dynasty. That's the next Avengers movie. No, they haven't started filming it yet, and they, they hate that actor. He's not well, going they anywhere. Well, they haven't said what they're going to do with, with him because the... The trial for the charges against him just got pushed off to September. Mm-hmm. Right. But 
Well, the good news is they have longer to think about it because of the writers and actors strike, you know. And and frankly, from what I've heard about it, I will be very surprised if he's convicted of anything. I I think that he's going to beat that case. Mm -hmm. From what I know, it it would be a case that I wouldn't lose any sleep over. And here's the deal. In the court of public opinion, the guy may be a pariah, but guess what? He's playing a villain in the movies, so that kind of suits his character. I don't think Hollywood... Yeah, I don't think Kevin Feige's worried about the optics on this. I really don't. I think Jonathan Jonathan Majors. Yeah, Jonathan Majors is going to continue to play Kang, and he'll do a hell of a job because he's a good actor, even if he's a shit person and doesn't treat women properly, and that's alleged. I don't know, but a lot of people say that he's just a dick to work with too. Mm -hmm. Some of the things I've read have said like even going back to film school that he was just a just an asshole. Arrogant, but, pompous, yeah. All the more what? reason I'm why he should play a villain. Dinner. I just want right. to see him play a bad guy. Yeah, and, and that'll help him channel those bad guy vibes if he's really like that in real life. So, I guess if you're going to cast a villain, cast somebody who's a villain. Yeah, there you go. But, you know, this is goes into the wider problem that Disney is facing right now. I mean, you know, what you two should do, and this is my su- humble suggestion, is that while you two have some free time in between jobs and you should go, you should go over to Disney to go to the, go to the yard sale that they're going to be having here soon. What? Because they're get they're getting rid of everything. What do you mean? Pick up ESPN on the cheap right now. <laughs> I always, I always wanted to uh, own my own sports television network. I thought you were talking about the park was having like a tax sale. <laughs> Oh, Disney. They're just, they're just, that'll be next. That'll be next. That's what I thought. I was like, you want us to fly down to Florida? (laughs) That's, that's that's what I thought. I was like, hey, you might as well. I mean, from what I'm reading, they are in, like, Bob Iger comes on, gets rehired to be the CEO, and is flat out honest that Disney, which keep in mind is one of the biggest entertainment companies in the world at this point, if not one of the two biggest, they are not doing all that hot. And he is not ashamed to tell you that the parks aren't drawing people in. Marvel has completely lost its way. They've done the impossible and screwed up Pixar. Yeah. Uh, what was what was the last time there was a good Pixar movie? Uh, probably Toy Story 4. Yeah. And all these streaming release Pixar movies are garbage. And Pixar, remember, used to be a guaranteed hit factory. Yeah. Nobody gave two they, flying fucks about that Elementals movie. Not two flying fucks. That came out? Anyway. <laughs> and, you for, you, really you missed it. Jones, you yeah. missed it. It came out and you yeah. missed it. Their last like four or five big releases, including Indiana Jones, have been flops, even though I liked Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars, they don't know what to do with it. And I can because, tell you where you can start. Get rid of Kathleen Kennedy, please. I've been saying that for years, but the last, the, how many years ago was Solo? Jesus. At this point? I think five. I think at least five. Yeah, four or five. Yeah. yeah five. And they have just been taking Star Wars projects off the board left and right. I mean, admittedly, Ahsoka looks like it's going to be so goddamn cool. Mm-hmm. But, but Ahsoka should be called Rebels Season 5. I mean, let's face exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, Rebels Live Action. Yeah, it's got all the Rebels characters in it. And I'm looking forward to that, frankly. Mm-hmm. But the simple, but the simple fact of the matter is, Disney is 
in hard straits right now, and it's because they've been mismanaging their properties. One article I read made a good point. The MCU isn't a you anymore. Marvel is just a brand mm-hmm. because they've lost their coherent strategy that made the MCU a universe. Mm-hmm. Like you were just saying, and I've said before, it's just not there anymore. And they've made way too much content. The Marvels looks what? like a standalone Marvel movie. And it's just, it looks like such a cheesy plot. Like, if you're going to have a standalone movie that's not going to connect to anything else and tell a larger story, you better make it damn fucking good. It better be real fucking interesting. Like the first Black Panther was. That was standalone. It didn't really advance the storyline of Thanos. But it didn't need to either because it was well done and you cared about those fucking characters and it was cool. You know what I mean? But overrated. I liked it. You realize, by the way, that the Endgame came out in 2018? Mm-hmm. Or and Infinity War especially came out in 2018? Mm-hmm. So this is 2023. Yeah, it's been five years. Yeah. Exactly. What, what happened in five years after Infinity War? <laughs> Everyone came back. This is the year everybody came back. The blink or the blip. <laughs> the blip. I've been thinking about that. I'm like, oh, we've actually, this is how like, wow, five years. Yeah, a lot of shit could have happened in that amount of time. We finally caught up to the timeline in Endgame. Yeah. By the way, just to go back to Secret Invasion. So when do you think Rhodey became a Skrull? I'm going to guess right after Civil War. This is hotly debated on the internet. Hotly mm. debated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I, that's true. Then he doesn't know Tony's dead. I was about to say, can you imagine when they come to Armor Wars and they they have that inevitable scene where he explains that, oh, all of a sudden he gets woken up, found out he's been kidnapped by the Skrulls, and then everything that happened from Civil War to that point getting dropped on you? Mm-hmm. Including, oh, by the way, your, be- your best friend's dead. And including him blipping, because yep. didn't he blip? No, did- he stayed. Oh, he did stay. You're right. So he was a Skrull that whole time. Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, he was one so, machine. So getting. So wait so a minute. Sudden, so oh, by the way, in the beginning of Endgame, hold on, hold on. In the beginning of Endgame, when Natasha is sitting there and she's got Captain Marvel and Rhodey on hologram there, and she's talking to them, then that means that was Scroll Rhodey that was talking yep. to her. Wow, it have to be crazy. When did they replace yes. Everett Ross, though? So was Everett Ross, Everett Ross in Black Panther and Wakanda forever? Or was he already a Skrull at that point? Part nobody seems to have an answer, but everybody thinks because Rhodey, when they brought him back to life, he was in a hospital gown that it must have been after Endgame because it looks like the same hospital gown he was wearing when what they showed in in uh, Civil War. I mean, mm-hmm. um, that's what everybody's going by, and the fact that he couldn't walk, right? Or, yeah, but there's been races. some other arguments to show that it could have been later. Oh, but at some point they're going to have to address this. Mm-hmm. Probably in Armor Wars. That's it'll probably they'll, they'll tell you exactly when it happens. I'll bet you Armor Wars will open up with him being abducted by the Skrulls, and it'll be a flashback. Which also means that he had been abducted for he'd been a Skrull for like twelve years. <sighs> That's crazy. So Civil War was what two three years in the Marvel timeline before infinity war Mm -hmm. and then five years of the blip Mm -hmm. and now we're about five or six years after the blip in the marvel timeline so 
he's easily been in suspended animation for over a decade. Oh, well. Well, that's going to play with a man's head, no doubt. I mean, you think it was bad Steve Rogers waking up from the ice and finding out everything that's happened in the past <laughs> 70 years. <laughs> right. This has been a particularly busy, busy 12 years that he's been gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Armor Wars should be cool. I mean, because yeah. now, now, now that you know that aspect of the character and him coming to terms with the fact that he's missed all this shit, I mean, that's going to make Armor Wars very interesting. That and Jason Hammer's coming back, which I'm a fan of because I love, uh, what's his name? The actor there, uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Yeah, he's going to be great. Well, let's just hope Armor Wars ever gets made because... I was just going to say that. It'll get made. How how long are we off? Five years from that? No, I don't think so. I think it'll get made. After you got to figure, after the Marvels, what's left? Nothing for a while, right? Deadpool, but they shut that down. No, I I thought Deadpool was like almost done. No, they shut it down. Oh. Are you sure, Money? I think that I thought it was still coming out next spring. Maybe, but I I know I read that they had shut it down for a little bit. Hmm. Well, this writer strike and now actor strike has put everything on hold. So, mm-hmm. good time to catch up on any shows you might have missed on your various streaming services. Because I know they started filming Captain America, but I don't know if that got shut down or not. It did. It that did. one did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, as far as I understand, nothing's filming right now. No. Right. Um, supposedly, Kevin Smith got permission. He got some waiver that he can start production on his next movie, but not sure how or why that happened. Oh, What's yay. it going to be? Clerks 4? No. No. Oh. I love Kevin Smith, but he is, his quality of his movies has just gone downhill. Since his heart attack, right? I would say so. I'm thinking... It's ironic. I'm trying to think what the last movie that he made that I really enjoyed was. Clerks 3 was unwatchable. I didn't see it. Jay and Silent Bob reboot was awful. Yeah, it was. I mean, he made a couple of good horror movies in there. Tusk and Red State. Red State was a genuinely great horror movie. Maybe he just needs to stay away from the View Askew universe or whatever he calls it. Well, maybe he needs to put down the put down the bong a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Zach and Miriam make a porno. Was that the last one that he made that I really liked? That was a long time ago. It was. Maybe he needs to get fat again. He got skinny and it seemed like he lost his mojo. <laughs> it's like when Aerosmith got sober. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't look right skinny. He looks sickly. Yeah. 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 I mean, I understand why he did it. He guy had a heart attack and almost died i mean that would scare anyone to lose a bunch of weight but i don't know but anyways all right so that's secret invasion money liked it chris was okay with it and i was very disappointed by it we have the full spectrum yeah we do fair enough and you know okay you want to flesh out nick fury's character that's great they spent far too much time in those six episodes focused on him and his wife his scroll wife and their relationship and you know do they really love each other do does he love her for being a scroll or does he love her for being the fake person like you know i just who cares i don't care doesn't it also just seem weird that nick fury has a nice house in the burbs yeah, I the whole thing was weird. That whole aspect of the show, I did not sit well with me. I didn't care for it at all. Fury doesn't have a have a split level ranch. 
I expect him to live in a bunker someplace. And 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 not only that, but why wouldn't Nick Fury have, if he did have that house, why wouldn't he have a bunch of high tech gizmos and security measures? So when those scrolls attacked his wife, I mean, it just none of it made sense to me. Like Nick Fury would not have a house that was not secure. I mean, come on. The guy who's the fucking director of S.H.I.E.L.D., for Christ's sakes, he's got access to all this high-tech gear. He was friends with Tony Stark. You don't think Tony Stark could have, like, souped up his home? The the whole thing just seemed stupid. I don't know. It was just bad writing. I liked it. It was still better than Loki. It was better than Hawkeye. It was better than Winter Soldier. See, I disagree. I completely disagree with that. It was better than Ms. Marvel. Well, I'll give you that, but that wasn't geared. Better, for, that wasn't geared. She-Hulk. That wasn't geared for us, though. Miss Marvel was. For, no, I know. My niece loves it. Yeah, teenage girls. Yeah, that's fine. All right, what else we want to talk about? Because we got to wrap up soon. We're getting a little. I long. finally saw Guardians of the Galaxy three. Yeah, what'd you think of that? I loved it. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep, it Great. was perfect. And and now it's on Disney Plus for those of you who may or may not have seen it yet. Do you want to watch it again? Or yeah, you want to see watched, it for the first uh, time? It's on Disney Plus. And I watched Super Mario. That's on Peacock now. It's a great, great movie. It was awesome. I loved every minute of it. Yep. And you said you'd hate it and it was going to be stupid. I know. Hey, so. I thought I was going to hate Secret Invasion, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, the reviews weren't kind to Mario. Who cares that about was, reviews? It's a movie about a video game. I know. It was stupid of me to believe the reviews. Did you watch Till the End Money for the after credits? Yoshi? Yoshi Egg. Oh, yeah. Can't fucking wait. Oh, I know. I, I love Yoshi. That was not, that's still uh, number one of the year, or did Barbie pass it? No, it's second. Uh, Barbie's second. It, Barbie hasn't okay. passed it yet. But Barbie's nice. on pace to pass it. How about that, huh? Shout out to Barbie making a billion dollars at the box office. Can you believe it? Who would have it's fucking crazy. For, be- for woman-directed movies, it is second only to Captain Marvel, and it's only about a hundred million behind. Yeah, it'll pass it. So, oh, it'll sail by it. Yeah. Did either of you see it? Not yet. No. I will, because my fourteen-year-old is begging me to take her, so I will be going. Plus, I'm a Margot. I'm a Margot Robbie fan, so you don't. I don't need too many excuses to go watch Margot Robbie. You do know Margot Robbie isn't a real human being, right? Um. She doesn't age, so I think you might be right. So, okay. I'm going to share this little nugget of wisdom with Not Nation. Anybody who knows me knows I do not believe in conspiracy theories at all. I do not believe that Margot Robbie is an actual human being or Maria Menounos. And here's why it goes. Neither one of them ages. Mm -mm. Maria Menounos has been in our life for 20-some years. Mm -hmm. woman has never aged a day. Mm -hmm. I am absolutely convinced that she was 1.0 of the AI-generated ultimate CGI person. This is the shit that the actors are striking over, by the way. Mm-hmm. They created her as a perfect digital person. But the technology wasn't there, so they could only use her for hosting and promotional duties. That's why Maria <laughs> Menounos, we've never seen her act in any. Yeah, yeah. Right? Okay, I'm with you. Then as the technology has progressed, we got version 2.0, which is Margot Robbie who is, I'm sorry, perfect. Mm. That woman, she doesn't age, and she is getting more attractive over time. And this can and, and, and she can actually act. She's not just some pretty blonde. She actually has talent. 
because the super AI computer that's hidden beneath some movie studio someplace has taken all the best parts from all the greatest actors and combined it into the perfect actor, Margot Robbie. Do you, I've never seen her in real life. Nobody's ever seen her in real life as far as I'm, I know. They go with the whole Australian thing because fuck knows anybody from Australia. <laughs> you might as well say you're from Bora Bora. Right. So I do not believe that Margot Robbie is an actual human being, which is why she was perfect for Barbie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I'm going with this thing. Until I, I, I see her in the flesh and I can actually touch her and I'm convinced that it's not just a rubber suit or that I'm in some sort of virtual reality situation, I cannot be convinced that she is not a computer-generated, a perfect computer-generated actor. Well, I'll tell you one thing. After listening to this episode and listening to you describe your big wooden deck, I'm sure Margot Robbie has no desire to let you touch her. Listen, I would be happy to just show her my deck. (laughs) She might look at it. But she's not going to touch it, and she ain't going to let you she, touch her with it. Listen, I would be happy for her just to see how straight my deck is. Um, how level it is? Exactly. I have a straight level deck. Nice. But yeah, so Margot Robbie, not a real human being. I'm convinced. Well, that's quite the theory. But on that note, it's yes, scary, congratulations scary. to her and Barbie, her billion-dollar Barbie movie. Kudos, kudos to all of them. Greta Gerwig, yeah, the director. She deserves um, all the accolades. So, and my understanding is it's pretty entertaining. Like from people that I know who have seen it, it's got a lot of innuendos, and it's not for kids really. So, which is kind of ironic. No, let me be honest. I am sure when it comes on a streaming service or something, I will watch it. Mm-hmm. I just don't really have a desire to go to the theater to see it. Yeah, no. Um, Unless it ends up being one of those surprise five movie five dollar movies that you go see and you don't know what you're really seeing. Or if somebody else wanted to see it of the female persuasion, I would probably go. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not only till streaming. Maybe Lily will go with you. If she ever comes home. She's been well, on vacation so, like so all cool. summer. Well, that's what summer's for. You sound jealous, Money. Yeah, because I don't have any money. Right. So. <laughs> well, I'm with you, buddy. Well, they, I feel your pain. I know. I know. But. I know we got to wrap up, but a couple of quick hits. Mm-hmm. First, the, yin to Bar- the, the Yang to Barbie's Yin, Oppenheimer. I mm-hmm. did see that. What did you think of that? Outstanding. If that movie doesn't win all the awards, Killian Murphy was exceptional. Matt Damon was fantastic the storytelling was unbelievable how was robert downey jr oh exceptional exceptional as always and he plays i mean it's historical so his character is sort of a good guy bad guy type thing Mm -hmm. but it's uh but he plays it so well and it's funny that they shoot they show the the modern the modern stuff in black and white the older stuff in color so they can differentiate between, because it jumps back and forth throughout the whole movie. Flor- I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing your name right. Florence Pugue? P-U-G-H? Florence Puig. Florence Puig. Yeah. Puig. Yes. Who is, who is um, now Black Widow. Yes. Yes. Multiple full frontal. What? She gets nude in that movie? There are some, it, there are some intense sex scenes in Oppenheimer. I will really? say that. Yeah, it's like an eight-minute sex scene in the middle of the movie. Who would have thought that? And she is a gorgeous, gorgeous woman. And she a is. a fine actress. 
She's our black. She's, she's our new Black Widow. She's actually, actually there wasn't a single bad performance in that whole movie. Go get it. And like I, I think I told these guys when it comes out, if you happen to see a headline that says Oppenheimer bombs, that's actually a spoiler, not a box office report. <laughs> well, that movie's kind of like the Titanic. We all know how it ends. So it's, uh, I mean, it deals with some. It, it's not a cheery movie. I'll tell you that much. No. It is not a lighthearted movie by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about, you know, the invention of the most devastating weapon in human history. Mm-hmm. So it's not meant to be taken lightly. You mean pepper um, spray? Yes, it's all about the invention of pepper spray, Tom. Mm-hmm. All right. Atomic pepper spray. <laughs> when they split the pepper at them. All right, very good. So there's a rousing endorsement for Oppenheimer. Any other uh, little Indiana, nerdy tidbits we want to talk about before we wrap it up? Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? Mm-hmm. I loved it. Oh, good. It, it was so much better than Crystal Skull, and it was, in my view, such a good send-off for Indiana Jones. I just the like the fact problem, I just like the fact that they killed off Mutt Lang. They did, and they explained it, how he died. Yeah. Um, very sad. He was killed in Vietnam. Oh. Um, spoiler. They, they, it eventually comes out that he enlisted in the army as a, basically as a fuck you to his father and he was killed in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So Indy has some regrets about that, which ultimately led to him and Marion getting divorced. Although they get back together at the end of the movie. Spoiler! But I thought it was great. It was all the classic Indiana Jones notes without too many, you know, fan service throwbacks to the original movies. My only problem with any Indiana Jones movie is that the last crusade exists and it's one of my three favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect. Yeah, it was. I mean, last crusade was the perfect Indiana Jones movie. This was just, it was good. It ended it. Now I'm kind of wondering if Han, if a uh, Hans Holo, if Harrison Ford is going to do this with all his old characters, mm-hmm. if we're going to get a, a, a Jack Ryan movie with an old Jack Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hey, now that they're ending I mean, the Amazon series, they could go back and do that. I mean, think about it. Blade Runner 2047, we got rid of Deckard. We killed off Han Solo. We're done with Indiana Jones. Who, who's left? We got to bring back Jack Ryan mm-hmm. for one last draw. And I think that's pretty much it for his big characters. Yeah, for Multiple his movies. iconic uh, roles that we know. Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe a, a fugitive sequel. <laughs> maybe his second wife gets killed by a man missing the other arm. Wasn't there a second one already? Well, there was a sequel called U.S. Marshals, but he had yeah. nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. oh, oh, sorry. I got I threw up on my mouth a little bit. Man. And Robert Downey Jr. was a bad guy in that movie. Spoiler alert. Yes, he was. And Wes, was it Wesley Snipes the yes. guy on that one? Yeah. He was yeah. the guy they were chasing. It was not a good. So as far as quick hits, that's I think we're caught up. Very was, good. Well, I want to acknowledge uh, the death of an icon. We lost... The one and the only Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman, uh, just a few days ago. And uh, what? That was my tribute to Pee Wee. Yeah. And uh, we have to acknowledge that Pee Wee was a big part of a lot of our childhoods and even mm-hmm. our adulthoods. Uh, he was a very entertaining, iconic persona. I know you are, but what am I? And Paul Rubens was a very talented man, and I'm sorry, I, I didn't know he was battling cancer. He died at 70, uh, succumbed to no one ca- did. Succumbed to cancer, kind of like Chadwick Boseman. No one knew he had cancer either when he died, Black Panther. 
so that came as quite a shock when I found out. When I found out how, how old he was, I'm like, Jesus Christ, 70. And then I found out that it was complications from cancer. And I was like, damn, I did not know he had cancer. And uh, rest in peace, Pee Wee. Uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is easily one of most quotable movies. And it's one of those movies that anytime it's on, I will watch it. And I don't say that about a lot of movies, but Pee Wee's Big Adventure is one of those movies. And uh, did you see it in the theater? It was an I did, and it was yeah, a, me too. Ab- I think that's the only time I ever saw it, though. Absolute classic that movie. And tell them Large Marge sent you. Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent you. Good old Large Marge, the reason I wanted to become a truck driver. Actually, that's not true. Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China is the reason I wanted to become a truck driver. The Pork Shop Express, baby. But uh, yeah, Pee Wee, rest in peace. And your legacy will live on. And hopefully not the whole movie theater, you know, that not that aspect of your legacy. Hopefully that will be forgotten. But we all have skeletons in our closet. What are you going to do? Listen, and how he handled that, Remember when he went on the video music awards after that happened as full on Pee Wee Herman and he came out and everybody cheered. And the first thing he said was heard any good jokes lately. (laughs) What was that one? Oh, uh, so funny. I forgot to laugh. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, there you go. You just took the wind right out of that whole story. Sales right there. Sure. Good job. Yep. Sure did. And he should not be remembered for that. He should be remembered for the years of entertainment. And he brought joy to a lot of children that watched Pee-wee's Playhouse. (laughs) And, you know, he got his start with a lot of the groundlings, uh, Elvira, Cassandra Peters. So she she came up with him and Phil Hartman, who played Mm -hmm. Captain Carl, right, on on Pee-wee's Playhouse. And uh, Jan Hooks who had a little cameo in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Jan Hooks from Saturday Night Live. She was also a groundling. At this time, I'd like to conclude our tour, and I mean it. Y'all have been one of the greatest groups I have ever worked with, really. (laughs) Okay, are there any questions? Yes. Where's the basement? Excuse me? Aren't we going to see the basement? (laughs) There's no basement at the Alamo. David Hasselhoff was his roommate in college, which I thought was really? very... Yeah. Yeah, David Hasselhoff did a nice tribute to him. I didn't know that. Yeah, the Hoff. I mean, how cool is that? You got the roommate with the Hoff? Come on, man. Could you imagine walking into a... Like, if you could take a time machine and go back into that college room, and you're like, I'm in a room with Wee Herman and Michael Knight. Mm-hmm. Fucking that cool. That would be... <laughs> so that was a long for, time ago. Yeah, you know, and I saw he'd been playing Pee Wee Herman since the late seventies. Yeah, he created that character back in the Groundlings when they were in that comedy troupe, and and Elvira created her persona, uh, Cassandra Peters, Peters or Peterson. I apologize if I'm getting her last name wrong, but she uh, created Elvira around that same time too, and they all Makes came sense. up together. So rest in peace, Mr. Paul Rubens. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> all right. Recommendations before we wrap up. Chris. Money, you go first. Oh, all right. Money. Oh, okay. Cool. First of all, I didn't really like Indiana Jones. 
So I just thought it was okay. It, it made me nauseous, all the chase scenes. There were a lot of chase scenes. What would you yeah, think of the uh, de-aging, though? That looked pretty good, right? That, that was cool. But that, that ending was so ridiculous, I couldn't even take it. Um, but for my recommendation, by the time this episode airs, I think that I Am Groot Season 2 will be out. So I'm looking forward to that. When's that coming? September 6th. This will be out before September 6th. <laughs> You're an asshole. <laughs> you know I purposely did that, right? Uh, it'll be out within uh, a week. You give me a week, it'll be done. But anyways, if we don't record before September 6th, I Am Groot Season 2 comes out. Well, you know what? We'll purposely record after September 6th so that you can review and talk about I Am Groot Season 2 on the next cool. episode. How about that? All right. Sounds good to me. All right. How about you, Christopher? I will say on the Peacock Network, Twisted Metal. Really? I just watched that series. Oh, my God. It was so dumb. It was awesome. I generally think most things based on video games, except for the Super Mario Brothers movie, are awful. But this was just, it was stupid. It was funny. It didn't take itself seriously. I loved it. Cool. Good writing, good jokes, gratuitous violence. What more can a man ask for? Nice. Did it tie into the game good? There's a cliffhanger that I think is going to, so there's definitely going to be a season two. But mm-hmm. I won't spoil that for anybody who sees it. But, yeah, they definitely tie it into the game. And, my God, Nev Campbell is another one who's getting better looking as she gets older. Mm-hmm. She looks like she's actually aging in reverse. She's doing this weird <laughs> female Benjamin Button thing. Um, <laughs> All right. But she's in it, and she's just looks like she did the 90s. It's weird. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will say that. And season two of Foundation on the Apple TV. Okay. Which is one of the best science fiction series I've ever seen. Fair enough. Well, I don't really have any recommendations. I will say, uh, in honor of Pee Wee and Paul Rubens, rewatch Pee Wee's Big Adventure. If you haven't seen it ever, watch it. And if you've seen it but haven't seen it in a long time, revisit it. It's nostalgic. It'll bring you back and uh, let Paul make you laugh one last time. You know, it's a good movie. It's fun, entertaining, very quotable. And that's it. That's all I've got. So. Uh, Thank you, boys, for recording with me. You got it, Tom. And, You're welcome. And we will Good do, to talk to you, we fellas. We will do this again in about a month, give or take a week or two. And uh, I like that we've kept on pace and uh, haven't faltered. So let's keep that streak going, shall we? Maybe by next episode we'll all have seen Barbie. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'll have definitely seen it by then. So we'll talk about it. Yeah, it's probably going to be on streaming by yeah, then. Yeah, we'll, so t- we'll, t- we'll, t- we'll talk about Barbie, <laughs> you know, and, and AI Margot Robbie. And and we'll go from there. So until then, uh, on behalf of my magical and my mental co-hosts, Mr. Christopher Todd. Um, Even when I'm out, I'm in. (laughs) With that big old wooden deck. And the man who brings the money, Mr. J. Money. Hopefully me and Tom have jobs by the next show. That would be nice, wouldn't it? You get to work, you lazy bums. <laughs> I know. I should have plenty of time to edit this. I should be done editing this by tomorrow. In fact, I'm not working. But uh, should wake up to an episode. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I still have a family I have to pay attention to. So I will you get it stay done. Up all night. I'll get it After done with. Yeah, I'll get it. Yeah, my kids wake me up at 7 a.m. Are you crazy? I just I stay up all night sometimes. Yeah. 
But uh, my name is Tom Van Zandt. This has been Not Another Nerdy Podcast, episode number 90. We're now in the 90s, folks. It only took us six years to get here, but we're here in the (laughs) 90s. Until next time, bye 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 Nothing matters when you got a new deck. Plastic. Oh, my, my deck is made out of good hardwood. If it oh, was right. plastic, it wouldn't be a deck, it would be a dildo. <laughs> 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 on that note. Come on, Daddy. Let's go. Let's go? Don't you want to see the rest of the movie? I don't have to see it, Daddy. I lived it. Why don't you take a picture of the lamp, Blanca? Uh-uh. <laughs>